the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fracking president came to town. That's right. President Trump spoke at the convention center today to a group of, group of people who love fracking. Lots of people around here love fracking because it's meant a lot of jobs. Uh, and in some cases, lots of money for people who only had to own land on top of all that shale where they're doing the fracking to find the uh, natural gas and oil under there. It's not only uh, Pennsylvania that uh, could decide the election in 2020, as I'm sure you know. Uh, it just might be western Pennsylvania. I mean, the entire presidential election could come down to right here within, I don't know, 40 miles of my voice. Of where I'm sitting, anyway. 40 miles of where I'm sitting right now. And you should get used to seeing the president in town, because he's going to be here a lot. He crushed Hillary Clinton outside of Allegheny County in 2016. And it's hard to imagine the Democrats beating him here by, you know, campaigning for the end of coal and fracking for natural gas. That just doesn't sound like a winning uh, proposition for the Democrats. And by the way, the president mentioned a guy who's rumored to be a congressman from Western PA, a guy we've been trying to get on the show or at least even just get a statement from on the subject of the Equality Act and how it will make it mandatory to allow males to compete against females in sports. We can't even get a response from this guy. Mike Doyle, another congressman, had his, had his assistant uh, send us a two-word answer to our very polite request. The two words, sorry. No. How about that? Uh, but Connor Lamb has the president's attention. He talked about him just a little while ago. The do-nothing Democrats in Congress, including Democrat Connor Lamb. This guy talks so nicely about me. He's like got my policy, except for one problem. He never votes with me. Never, ever, ever. They want to take away your guns. Connor Lamb wants to take away your guns. They want to take away your energy. That one you know, right? So Connor Lamb, right here from Pittsburgh, and I appreciate, uh, Connor, whoever you are, I have no idea what you even look like. But there's some guy named Connor Lamb who speaks very nicely about, you know why? Because you're in like a Trump district. Oh, it's right. That's true. Right? No, the president's excellent. He's doing a good job. I thought he was a Republican until I found out. I thought, I said, this guy's got to be a Republican. But he never votes with us. That's the only thing that matters, right? We, never, we don't get his vote. Yeah, and uh, Mr. President, if you're listening, uh, you know, don't feel bad about not knowing what he looks like because he's invisible, at least as far as I can tell. And I, just for a little note here, it would seem to me that it would make sense for the local media, meaning the local news stations and radio too, um, news operations, that uh, you might, uh, now that he's been called out, or at least mentioned by the president, will we see Connor Lamb show up anywhere? Will we see his face reacting to the president's uh, statement and, his, and mentioning him in a speech? I got a feeling we won't. Well, but anyway, Mr. President, if you are listening, uh, could you please ask Connor to give us a call or at least send us an email for no other reason to prove that, you know, he actually exists. So what about fracking and the people who hate it? Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to a guy from Power the Future who says those people are nuts. Stick around. You started your business with nothing but a great big idea. They told you it couldn't be done, but that just made you work harder to prove them wrong. Now look at you, ready to take on the world. 
Speed Pro Pittsburgh South gets where you're coming from when they said they wanted to create great big graphics for great big ideas like yours in less time than anyone else. They were told it couldn't be done. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South just smiled and said, oh yeah, watch us. When you need a large format printing partner who can provide high quality visual graphics in stunning detail, from trade show displays to outdoor signs, 3M brand vehicle wrap for your fleet, to window graphics, banners, and decals. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South can handle most jobs in two days or less and can roll with last-minute change-ups without breaking a sweat. Who says it can't be done? For a free quote, visit speedpropghsouth.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Hi, this is John Jilkin for my good friends at Calusi Chevrolet, and it is officially Chevy Truck Month. Calusi has a huge selection of Silverados in stock, and right now you can qualify for over $9,500 off the MSRP on select models of the new 2019 Silverado All-Star. Plus, only during Truck Month, there's no monthly payments for 90 days for well-qualified buyers and when you finance with GM Financial. Check them out at Calusi.com. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. Regenerate Me, now open in Bethel Park, is helping people restore, rebuild, and regenerate their bodies through Advanced Biological Therapy, or ABT. Advanced Biological Therapy gets amazing results by helping your body regenerate skin, restore metabolism, and relieve chronic joint problems to avoid surgery. Regenerate Me specializes in bone and joint issues like arthritis, skin problems due to aging, and even fat loss. Learn more at RegeneratePGH.com. From the Services tab, click the ABD Candidate Program and fill out the questionnaire. A health professional will call you back and help you determine if advanced biological therapy is for you. Regenerate Me's equipment and treatments have been cleared for safety by the FDA and are not covered by health insurance or Medicare. Call 412-851-3811 to schedule a no-obligation consultation or attend the next office dinner lecture on October 30th, catered by Pasta 2, to find out more. Seating is limited. RSVP now. 412-851-3811. This is the John Stacker Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, you're probably aware that uh, President Trump came to town today, and you may be sitting in traffic right now because of it, actually. And it could be that the president is listening right now as he heads for the airport. He came here because, you know, Pennsylvania, which was blue for a long time, is now a battleground state. It's also second to Texas in the production of natural gas. He spoke at Shale Insight. That's a a gathering, a conference for the Marcella Shale Coalition, coalition, people from uh, around uh, the tri-state area, Ohio, New York. Daniel Turner knows all about natural gas. He's the executive director of power of the future and he joins us now daniel thanks for being here john it's always great to be on your show thanks for having me back okay so there's been a lot of uh fracking going on around here and that's meant a lot of jobs for a lot of people um and there are people running for president especially uh the two of the front runners bernie sanders and uh elizabeth warren who hate fracking are they nuts uh yes (laughs) 
And, and in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, here's a fascinating little tip uh, uh, or fact. Two-thirds of our natural gas in America comes from fracking, and half of our oil does. So when people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren say on their first day they will, by executive order, make fracking illegal, regardless of the fact whether or not that's constitutional or, or, or legal or even – but if, if they were to succeed in making fracking illegal, imagine the economy with half of the oil and two-thirds of the natural gas – taken off the market, what that would do to the cost of all goods and services, let alone gasoline for your car, but home heating and utility prices and just regular transportation of all goods. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous that we have serious presidential contenders threatening to destroy our economy for the name of joke science. Yeah, and, I, you know, uh, you know what fracking is, and I know what fracking is and have known what it is for a while because I live here in western PA. But uh, I wonder how, how um, aware people are around the country that don't live in areas where it's going on. How aware are they that, that uh, so much of our energy is coming from that process? Exactly. Right now in America, there are close to 2 million fracked wells. Now, they say very comfortably, hyperbolic and, and exaggerated statements, that fracking is doing dangerous things to the, to the environment. Fracking is poisoning groundwater. Fracking is, they just make these outlandish claims. But you would think with two million wells, there would be myriad examples of children coughing and animals falling over dead. And if there were those examples, you know for darn sure that CNN would be there every single day interviewing these people and talking about it. Look at how often they went to Flint, Michigan, to talk about the water contamination that happened up there. They neglect to point out that the EPA itself did that under Obama's watch. But right, if there was an example of fracking being a danger, it would be in the news all the time. They don't have that example, so they have to make it up. So what you're saying is that it's just not happening. And but there there are, I, I know I have seen uh, stories about it, but there there are always going to be um, examples of failure somewhere or something that goes wrong. But it, it goes wrong no matter you know what what process you're doing and what um, resource you're looking for. People die in coal mines. I mean things happen. Exactly, and and wind turbines are not perfect, and solar is not perfect, and. And that's reality. We don't live in a flawless, perfect environment uh, or, or world that there are not going to be uh, uh, accidents, consequences. And then if there are accidents, if there is negligence especially, companies should pay and they should be, they should be punished. And, and people have a right to expect that people who work in this industry are playing fairly, that they are, are, cons are responsible for the environment, that they are taking all the safety precautions but like I said, this is 2 million wells across the country, and fracking is an old technology. We've been using it for 80-plus years in America. It's only in the last decade or so that people have talked about it with this sense of voodoo and, and scary and scare tactics. We've been fracking in America since before World War II. Yeah, and so, but uh, why, why, did it, why did it become so popular so recently? Because it is, I mean, we're, or, or are we just hearing about it more? I mean, I, I know that it's been around since like in the 1940s, but um, yeah. um, and, why are we? Why is it last, being used so much more now? Well, in the last, I would say, 15 or, or maybe even 18 years, um, technology has allowed us to do okay. what's called horizontal drilling. And that's the amazing thing, where you don't need to go down. Now they can drill, and now they can drill out. And I've been on fracking rigs. And it is amazing to see these, these uh, drilling rigs, uh, drilling sites. It is amazing to see these guys who are drilling a bit that is three inches in diameter, and they are 6,000, 7,000 feet underground, turning, uh, making complete 90-degree turns over the course of a, of a few hundred feet. Um, their precision is absolutely incredible. And the, and the precautions that they take, they have the best invested interest in Western PA's in, environment, are the men and women who work in Western PA. And for any environmentalist to think that there's a guy in D.C., some bureaucrat who was more concerned about the air or the water or the land of Western PA 
then the guys on that site who live in that neighborhood, whose kids are in that neighborhood, it's insulting that that's the type of dichotomy that they've created. We need these people from D.C. to protect us because we, the people of Western PA, don't know how to protect ourselves. It's a great technology. It's a safe technology. And look at the abundance it's created for America. And their and their jobs um, depend on it not going away. So they're going to be as careful as they can to make sure that it's it is safe, so that they that their jobs don't disappear. Exactly. You know, I have a study coming out in a couple more weeks, and and if you're you and your producer are okay, I'd love to come back on and talk to you Absolutely, about it. Absolutely. Yeah. But I we have a study coming out comparing. Western New York State, and I am a New Yorker, mm-hmm. to uh, to its neighbor to the south, where in New York State has a ban on fracking because Cuomo is dumb, and the governor does not allow fracking. And when you look at the quality of life, the GDP, the jobs, unemployment rate, home home prices, and then you get into personal things like suicide rates, which are terrible to have to talk about, mm-hmm. depression rates, opioid rates, Western PA is is in a different world than western new york because of jobs and what jobs do to people and, and the opportunity it gives them and and it breaks my heart that new york state has banned fracking because it has been a tremendous benefit for pennsylvania and for states that allow it also makes you wonder how does this guy keep getting elected and it has to be because well obviously people in new york must believe that this process is going to kill them if they let it uh, let it uh, take place. Yeah, there's so much propaganda about this, and this is where green groups are very powerful. This is why I started my organization, Power the Future, because if you work in this industry, who, who are your advocates, right? The, the, the Tom Steyers, the Michael Bloombergs, the, the, the billionaires who fund the Sierra Club and all of these groups that we know about, spread a lot of lies, a lot of propaganda, a lot of misinformation. Um, and who suffers the most? The people of, in your case, Western PA, who work in this industry, whose jobs are on the line. We've seen that happen to coal, and that will happen to the fossil fuel industry, especially if any of these folks get elected. Uh, and we're talking to Daniel Turner. He's the executive director of Power of the Future. Uh, President Trump here today to uh, speak to a group that's very much invested in fracking, uh, and uh, Marcella Shale. And um, I'm just wondering, if, if so if fracking were banned tomorrow nationwide, where would we have to go to replace the energy that would be lost? You know, and that's, that's, the, that's a great question that no one would ever ask any of the 2020 Democrat candidates in a forum. Amazing because that they would, they because do, that would be my it, first one. Yeah. If they do ban it tomorrow, as Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren have said on their first day, they will make it illegal. Where do you go for the shot, the shortfall, right? Of course, prices would skyrocket, but, but cost is one thing. Supply is very much another. New York State and Massachusetts last winter were importing Russian natural gas. That's nice. Um, yeah, they were importing it um, across the Atlantic Ocean because they were running out of supply for their power grids and because they refused to build pipelines to the Marcella Shale region. The, the Massachusetts Attorney General is a woman named Maura Healy, and she is on record saying that I would rather buy gas from Russia than build a pipeline to Pennsylvania. <laughs> so how do you have these people in an elected office I don't who know. not only are buying energy from our adversaries but think of the jobs think of the are also the safety and also if you want to be green what's greener than a pipeline to pennsylvania a tanker coming across the atlantic yeah, right. <laughs> these people are dumb these people are dumb well these are the same people who are telling us that men need to be have access to abortion so you know you got to keep <laughs> that in mind it's any, anybody who once you start there it, nothing should surprise you that they're out there saying stuff like that with a straight face so um, so what has fracking meant to the amount of oil and gas produced in the U.S., and how much has that played a part in the U.S. Uh, depending less and less on Middle Eastern oil? Yeah, that's a, it's such a wonderful point, and we saw that just about a month and a half ago when um, it was rumored to be the Iranians um, bombed the Saudi oil fields. Regardless of who it was, half of the Saudi oil production was, was, was taken out of the market because of, of this attack on their oil fields. 
We saw the price of oil in America go up about 10 cents, and then it returned back to its normal rate. Ten years ago, when there were similar levels of hostility in, in that region, oil hit $146 a barrel. And you and your listeners may remember there was a period that we were paying 5 and $6 a gallon at the pump mm-hmm. because oil was going through the roof. That didn't happen this time. And what an amazing position of power for the United States to be in. What a, what a leveraged position that regardless of what happens in Venezuela, regardless of what happens in Saudi Arabia or Yemen or Iraq or Kuwait. Or Turkey or America Syria. Is, yeah. <laughs> America is fine. Yeah. Right? I, Isn't that an... How do you want to see that? And that's what these candidates will do when they get rid of our fracking industry. Yeah, I wonder how much of um, Donald Trump's um, attitude toward the Middle East and saying that we need to get out of there and not be so tangled up in it, how much of that is a result of knowing that we just don't need their oil like we used to? Exactly. And I I was on Tucker Carlson's show a couple weeks ago with this exact point that my high school years were very much marked by the chant, no blood for oil. Uh It was the first Gulf War. We were all 17, and people were telling us, next year you guys are going to get drafted to go fight this war because the Bushes want oil. I think that's a reductionist statement. I don't think it was true. But there is definitely some evidence or some, some belief that when you risk America's economy and you risk our livelihood, America has to defend its interests, and we did have interests in the first Gulf War. Fast forward 20, 30 years later, we don't have interests anymore in that situation, and that's why if President Trump says, look, we're going to pull our troops out of this area because we don't have national security interests here anymore. I wouldn't too much rather have men and women working in the, in the fracking field yeah. than have young men and women going into the battlefield. Yep. Uh, we're talking to Daniel, Daniel Turner. of uh, He's executive director of Power of the Future. Um, I live in a place that um, is very much tied to fracking um, out in, in Washington County, which is about 25 miles from where I'm sitting here in Pittsburgh. And uh, this area, when I moved out there to that area 20 years ago, it was farm country. And if you would drive by there now, Daniel. It is a city. And I'm not kidding you. It's a, it's a miniature city, gigantic buildings, uh, with uh, much of it based on energy, gas and oil, because of what's happening with fracking. And so the people here, they have to be well aware of, um, of how much good it's done for them. Now, I'm just wondering, though, uh, coal is a big deal here, too, and a little south of here, even more so in West Virginia, is fracking and natural gas a threat to coal in the long run? Natural gas definitely is coal's com- uh, competitor, especially when it comes to powering energy grids. And we did see under the Obama administration a very deliberate effort to make coal extremely expensive um, and to force people to convert to natural gas. And Obama said so. And I fight this battle a lot that people tell me there was no war on coal Uh, Natural gas was cheaper and it made sense. And my retort to that is coal was made expensive. If if I am the president and I decide to put an extra tax or an extra fee on the Big Mac, well, the Whopper bikes, by contrast, is going to be cheaper, right? And so the Obama administration made a very deliberate effort to price coal out of the market. I know President Trump has rolled back a lot of those regulations, The Department of Labor says about 4,500 coal miners have come back to the workforce since then. But it's going to take a lot more than that to to replace the roughly 80,000 men and women who lost their jobs. And I've been through towns in your part of the world, of Pennsylvania, as well as in Ohio, as well as a lot in West Virginia. Great coal towns that are just destroyed. And and I don't know if they're going to make a comeback. I that's part of my battle. I'm fighting for coal because we need all of our energy solutions in America. Well, Daniel, I'm out of time. i got about 20 seconds left. Thanks again. We'll have you on soon. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, John. Daniel Turner, Power the Future. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump has been touting his energy policies, which he says have brought a lot of jobs to Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania, 
in a speech in Pittsburgh today. I promised that as president, I'd unleash American energy like never before because our natural resources do not belong to government. They belong to the people of this country. American energy belongs to hardworking men and women like you who get up every day and make this country run. Mr. Trump addressed the Shale Insight Convention in Pittsburgh. On Wall Street, a good day as the Dow was up by 45 points to 26,833. The Nasdaq rose 15, the S&P advanced 8, and crude oil up $1.49 to close at $55.95 a barrel. This is SRN News. One year ago, my book, Gold is a Better Way, became a national bestseller. It remains at the top of the charts today. Since that time, gold is up more than $300 per ounce. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I teach investors about gold. Now, you can buy my book or, even better, watch my latest video presentation right now for free. It's called The Great Devaluation. It was seen live by thousands at my annual gold summit and explains how central banks have lost control, why stocks and bonds are set to collapse, and why gold will soar to $5,000 per ounce in the next few years. People are calling it the best presentation on gold they've ever seen. Just text the word GOLD to 49776. I'll send it to you right now, no questions asked. Text the word GOLD to 49776. Text the word GOLD to 49776. We promise to add massive value before ever asking for your business. Text the word GOLD to 49776. Jay Secchio stands up for religious liberty. Religious freedom is of utmost importance. So glad we have a president fighting for freedom of religion. Jordan, how important is that? I think it's absolutely so important to have a president come together at the United Nations and calling on the international community uh, to take actual concrete steps to prevent attacks against people on the basis of their religion or beliefs. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250, The Answer. If you're worried about market volatility or the possibility of losing money in the next market crash, the time to act is now. Effective financial management involves identifying opportunities. And with a 10-year bull market run, markets around all-time highs, and a highly contested election cycle right around the corner, we have an opportunity now to protect what's important. Don't risk losing a significant portion of your life savings in the next market downturn. Call Hunt & Associates today, 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868. Community Bank, City Mission, Number One Cochrane, Highmark Stadium, Peters Township Community Center, Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction, design and build with one company. Nello Construction, full service construction from the ground up. Renovation, expansion. Nello Construction, the choice for business. See the projects, begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Hey, Pittsburgh, this is Tunch Ilkin for my good friends at Calusi Chevrolet. If you've been thinking about a new car, truck, or crossover, now is the time to visit the team at Calusi. They now have the new 2020 Chevy Equinox in stock. So with select bonus cash and price reductions below the MSRP, you could save over $4,200 on select Equinox models. Check them out at Calusi.com. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 1250 AM, The Answer. Giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, Listen, learn, be well. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway West, going to see some heavy delays continuing. This is inbound Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Northbound 79, you'll see back up there. Parkway North up to Warrendale Main Road. Parkway East, that is now reopened inbound, but still heading Forbes Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. But the presidential visit does still have a bunch of streets closed around the convention center. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Mainly clear for tonight with a low of 43. Tomorrow, sunshine and some clouds, a nice day and a warmer afternoon. High tomorrow, 66. For tomorrow night, we'll be turning out mostly cloudy. Low 42. Then for Friday, more clouds than sunshine. 
A little bit cooler, but still pleasant for this time of year with a high Friday of 61 degrees. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Uh, just following up on the uh, conversation we had with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future, who I've seen many times on uh, Fox. He seems to be a favorite of uh, Tucker Carlson. We like to have him here, too, for uh, obvious reasons if you listen to him. But it occurred to me that, and we talked about it a little bit when I was discussing it with him, but, you know, 20 years ago, I, I think it's maybe even less than that, uh, you say fracking to somebody around here and they wouldn't even know what it was. You know, unless they were in the somehow in the uh, oil or gas business. But what's amazing now is that that word could be, uh, and that process could be what decides who is president of the United States as of January twenty first, uh, January twentieth, twenty twenty one, because uh, Western Pennsylvania, as I said a few minutes ago, Western Pennsylvania could decide the presidential election. And um, and it could be decided because idiots like Bernie Sanders and um, and who else? Oh, uh, Elizabeth Warren. They want to ban fracking. Elizabeth, you heard what Daniel Turner said. Elizabeth Warren thinks that she can become president and what like the next day wake up, have breakfast and ban fracking everywhere in the country. And all these people who are making millions of dollars and all the. All the uh, things that are being powered by the the natural gas and oil that comes out of the uh, from the, uh, the ground because of the fracking, ah, we'll get that somewhere else. Because Elizabeth Warren, who knows no, she, the only thing she knows about gas is how to turn on the the burner on her stove, and maybe she has a gas dryer, or you know she uh, who knows uh, she has she has a hot water tank in her house. Nothing about it, and she's going to decide uh, now here in December or uh, October of uh, 2019 that a year or so from now she's just going to decide that nobody's going to be doing any fracking, and all those trucks you see, and all those gigantic towers that where they pulling the uh, pulling the stuff out of the ground, that's going to go away because Elizabeth Elizabeth knows better than all the rest of us. So. Anyway, that's uh, that, that's something to keep your eye on because that that actually could um, have uh, play a huge role in deciding who becomes president or who wins the presidential election uh, uh, thirteen months from now. And sometimes, you know, um, you wonder if the Democrats and most of the media—I know that's the same thing—but uh, they don't know about the existence of videotape. You know, uh, President Trump said uh, yesterday that the impeachment frenzy around him is a lynching. And they all went nuts, the Democrats and the media, again, the same thing, because it was just more proof that, of course, Donald Trump is a racist. Well, here's Congressman Al Green from Texas and uh, two other people on this cut uh, from Power of the People or something like that. How dare the president compare lynching to impeachment? I I don't know how to characterize that from our president except as grotesque. Thousands of African Americans were slaughtered during the lynching epidemic in this country for no reason other than the color of their skin. How dare he do this? Does he not know the history of lynching in this country? The president should not compare a constitutionally mandated impeachment inquiry to such a dangerous and dark chapter of American history. It's irresponsible for him to do so, and I hope that he will apologize. Does he not know that thousands of African Americans were lynched, mob violence? Does he not know that this is the equivalent of murder? How dare the president compare Article 2, Section 4 of the Constitution, a lawful constitutional process, to mob violence and lynching? It makes you no better than those who burn crosses. It makes you no better than those who wear hoods and white robes. Do you not understand what you're doing to this country? 
Uh, Al doesn't know anything. He doesn't understand uh, anything about uh, what, what, how that word has been used in the past, and I'll get to that in a minute. But Al was very excited, and uh, we'll show you what an idiot he is in a minute. And, of course, the media uh, jumped all over this. Here's some highlights from the morning shows. Uh, it starts off with Good Morning America, then the Today Show, and then CBS This Morning talking about Donald Trump and the use of the word lynching president comparing the inquiry against him to a racist and painful chapter in American history, tweeting, take a look, all Republicans must remember what they are witnessing here, a lynching. Now, some of his Republican allies quick to denounce the language, but others defended it. Take a listen. This is a lynching in every sense. This is un-American. I think lynching is being seen as somebody taking the law in their own hands and out to get somebody for no good reason. Okay, so let's bring in Terry Moran there at the White House. Terry, this was yet another remarkable moment in this presidency. It sure was, Cecilia. The president has used a lot of incendiary language to express his fury at the impeachment inquiry. But for millions of Americans, this crossed a line. The history of lynching in this country is a history of pain and terror and racist tyranny. Thousands of black Americans were murdered this way. So for the president uh, to use this term to compare a congressional investigation to a lynching, it was a rhetorical firebomb, one he deliberately detonated for political purposes. Now, the president's defenders were very quick to point out that some Democrats, including Joe Biden, used this term to describe the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Biden's defenders say uh, neither he nor the other Democrats have the same incendiary history around racial issues that this president does. Trump yeah. campaign has pounced on comments made by former Vice President Joe Biden in 1998 when Biden questioned whether the impeachment of former President Bill Clinton was a, quote, partisan lynching. Overnight, Biden apologized in a tweet saying, this wasn't the right word to use and I'm sorry about that. Trump, on the other hand, chose his words deliberately and continues to stoke racial divides in this country daily. But other Republicans pointed out that it's not the first time that this term has been used in a political context. They pointed to 1998 when then-Senator Joe Biden used the term before Bill Clinton's impeachment proceedings began. After he was reminded of that on Twitter, Joe Biden said, quote, that wasn't the right word to use and I'm sorry about that. Trump, on the other hand, he added, chose his words deliberately today in his use of the word lynching and continues to stoke racial divides in this country. What a moron Joe Biden is. For for well, he thinks that everybody else is as stupid as he is. That he would think that he's allowed to say, "Yeah, I said that," but when Trump said it, it was worse because uh, because I said so. Basically, that's what he's saying. I asked worse because he did it, and uh, when he does it, it's worse than when I do it, and that's why because he did it, and I. Did. I mean, it's just so so moronic. And and then one of those comments earlier, uh, one of the people said it's different because of Trump's incendiary comments about race and and just his the, the incendiary comments are come from the media and they they take every little thing that he says Trump I'm talking about and and use it as proof that he's a racist and it's it's just stupid. But anyway, here's uh, here's what Joe Biden said uh, 20 years ago. It seems to me that the process is being demeaned. And I have great faith in Henry Hyde, but old Henry better get on the job. Because unless he figures out how to corral this, no matter what happens, even if the president should be impeached, history is going to question whether or not this was just a partisan lynching or whether or not it was something that, in fact, met the standard, the very high bar that was set by the founders as to what constituted an impeachable offense. Do you believe... There you go. That's Joe Biden basically saying that what's although he said it back in 1988, uh, 98 rather, he said that uh, the bar, how high the bar should be for impeachment. And that was 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. And now the bar has been lowered to a ridiculous uh, point while all his buddies are in there trying to impeach Trump. It's just beyond stupid. But. The media forgot to mention these three guys from 1998. Uh, and so, just so you know, uh, here they are in order. Gregory Meeks, congressman from New York. Jim McDermott, Democrat from Washington. And Danny Davis, Democrat from Illinois. 
And indeed, it is a political lynching. Political lynch mob. I will not vote for this lynching. We're in so much hurry to get this done so it can be in the Saturday-Sunday news cycle and have our mint juleps at 5 o'clock. We are going to find a rope, find a tree, and ask a bunch of questions later. Yeah, that's three guys back in 1998 uh, using uh, references to lynching, okay? And I don't know. It's just, as I said at the beginning here, you wonder if they've forgotten about the existence of videotape. There's, there's Joe Biden uh, from, um, I'm not sure, I think he was talking about uh, George H.W. Bush. So it would have been, what, 1992, uh, 1991. And they're talking about uh, appointing a, nominating a Supreme Court justice. And Joe Biden, he gave a speech in the Senate and he said, we, George Bush needs to know that this close to an election, he is, we're just not going to um, allow him to, no, we're not going to even consider anyone that he nominates for the Supreme Court. And then, of course, he was out there screaming and yelling about, um, the president not being allowed to, uh, President Obama not being able to get his nomination through because the Senate refused to consider it. So uh, again, does does somebody? I know Joe Biden's an idiot, but does he? Does he? He has to understand that there is this thing called videotape, and he's on it. So there's some other comments from people about the the uh, the use of the word lynching. Uh, you heard Al Green. How dare he do this? This is Karen Bass. She's a California rep. You are comparing a constitutional process to the prevalent and systematic brutal torture of people in this country that looked like me. I don't know where she was in 1998, but uh, I have a feeling that she wouldn't have, you wouldn't have heard a peep from her back then. Then there's Ayanna Presley. She's a uh, congresswoman from Massachusetts. Lord, give me the strength to not take the bait, but hold this man accountable for every single thing he says and does. Uh, then there's James Clyburn. He's uh, the Democratic House Majority Whip of South Carolina. I resent it tremendously. I think that what we see here once again is this president attempting to change the narrative by using what I consider to be real caustic terms in order to change the conversation. To compare the constitutional process to something like lynching is far beneath the office of president of the United States. It wasn't beneath Joe Biden when he was a senator, but it's far beneath the office of president of the United States. Then there's uh, Kristen Clark. Uh, She is... um, she is a director of the Lawyers Committee for the Civil Rights. Uh, her name, Kristen Clark again. Uh, a lynching, 4,743 people were lynched in the U.S. between 1882 and 1968, including 3,446 African Americans. Lynchings were crimes against humanity and an ugly part of our nation's history of racial violence and brutality. Sickened to see Trump's Gross misappropriation of this term today. Now, nobody's denying what she said about lynchings. And not, not, there's not a person in America who would deny it. Well, it might be a few, but there's, you know, normal people wouldn't deny it. But she just rattled that off. It was so quick and so easy and never even considered that uh, right there on videotape were all those guys uh, you just heard from. Um, uh, who were they? I can't. McDermott and uh, Dan Davis and some other guy. Oh, um, Gregory Meeks. They were all heard from using the exact same word and the exact same reference that Donald Trump used yesterday. So it's just it's a joke. The media and and I I happened to see a clip from the View the other day, yesterday, where Whoopi Goldberg was going nuts. Um, Newt Gingrich was the the guest on the show, and she was just in his face about the Trump using lynching, and she was so upset about it. I didn't get a chance to watch The View today. I, I was having my toenails removed with pliers, and I or I would have, but uh, I just have this sneaking suspicion that that they didn't run any of these clips that I just ran on The View and didn't correct it in any way or say, by the way, uh, we forgot there's this thing called videotape and somebody showed us these and 
Here's what people were saying 21 years ago about Bill Clinton's impeachment. So you're not going to get – you won't see any uh, uh, examples of those comments from 1998 on any liberal media outlet. You'll see them all over Fox. I can guarantee you that. That's why it's a good thing we have Fox. We'll be right back. homeowners rate Pella number one as a leading window brand. Susan wrote, we are thrilled with our new Pella windows and door. The installation process was superior to any other work we've had done in the past. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Wow. Thank you, Susan. Low pressure consultation plus expert installation at Pella. It's just what we do right now. Save $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months. No interest. Call 888-78-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. Don't be at a disadvantage when it comes to your Medicare coverage. Open enrollment ends December 7th, and you have some important decisions to make today. This is John Steigerwald. Medicare is confusing. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial know you have questions, and they have the answers you're looking for. Before you lock in for another year, are you sure you're getting the best coverage possible? Visit MarleyFG.com and find out for yourself. Do you hold Pat for another year? Has your Advantage plan changed terms on you? What premiums are going up next year and how much? Should you switch your Part D prescription plan or drop it all together? Don't go it alone. Let Marley Financial steer you to a comprehensive solution that lets you access any hospital or doctor you want. A plan that focuses not just on cost, but quality. With lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. Why get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses? Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at MarleyFG.com. That's MarleyFG.com. We're living in a very successful, affluent society for many people. Yet, it's also true that there are people that are being left out of that. And how do we reach those people? Joel Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side. So part of what Light of Life does is that we help them in our education and employment program to connect with workforce development, to look at the skill gap that exists. And so we're partnering with places like the community college. We're taking our clients, once they are clean, and they are ready to move on, now they can actually get credentialed in an area where they can be hired to work with uh, UPMC or Google or or Amazon or these other places. And so it provides an on-ramp for those who are left out to get back involved in society. Help someone else find their comeback story. To become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift, visit lightoflife.org slash give today. lightoflife.org slash give. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy & Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy & Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly. To protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't chase trends. We focus on one thing. Quality. We only use the highest quality materials to build our mattresses and box springs. And we put all of our products through the ringer, testing new designs and materials at our test center in Cleveland, Ohio. If a new feature or technology doesn't offer a true benefit, we don't put it in our products. At the Original Mattress Factory, our focus is on what makes a great mattress, not a great markup. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. At the Original Mattress Factory, our mattresses and box springs aren't just American-made, they're hometown-made. Our products are hand-built one at a time in local factories, using only the highest quality materials. And each of our employees is also an owner. So when you purchase from the Original Mattress Factory, you're not only getting a quality mattress at a factory direct price, you're also supporting your local economy. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location near you to see what Hometown Made is all about. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Now, a couple of days ago, I uh, maybe it was yesterday, I don't know what it was, um, I ran the, uh, I, the story by you that, uh, that came out of the uh, GQ magazine, Gentleman's Quarterly magazine, about the new masculinity. And it had a picture of the singer Pharrell, 
Uh, he was in there. He was uh, looked like he was wearing a dress made out of uh, sleeping bags. And um, I just wondered why any person on earth would ever consider buying a copy of GQ ever again. So I saw a couple of pieces today. New York Times today, uh, Matt Labash. He used to work with the um, – uh, what was it? The um, Anyway, he was a conservative writer. Uh, and he – as now, I don't know how he got this into the New York Times, but it's the headline is "Not Your Father's Masculinity," and he just completely trashed the magazine and said that when he was a kid, he used to actually read it because he was from out in the country, and his dad was like kind of a rough outdoorsman kind of guy, and so when he was looking for fashion tips to how to dress for an interview and things like that, it came in handy for a young guy. And now he said he just he can't believe what's in there. So he he made reference in there to um, a guy named Rod Dreher of um, a conservative uh, um, website. And this guy wrote a piece about it, too. And he he listed, they gave a list of the people who were consulted by GQ to talk about the new masculinity. And here here's a list of the people who told GQ what the new masculinity should be. A gay male comedian... A female to male transgender, a gender non-binary female who uses the pronoun they, a female feminist activist, a female sculptor whose work explores hyper-masculine spaces, or what she calls a club I can't be part of, a female activist who founded the Me Too movement, a lesbian photographer whose work ranges from fine art to editorial to advertising while flipping gendered scripts of assertive women, queer and transgender models, and androgynous boys, a female cultural anthropologist who advocates for intersex athletes, an NBA star, a female musher, that's a dog sled racer, gay, gay filmmaker John Waters, a male Muslim podcaster, a black married couple, male and female, who hang out at a strip club, a male poet, a lesbian comedian who's taking on toxic masculinity and Magic Johnson's gay son who promotes men wearing cosmetics and female clothing. That is where you go to find out how you should be masculine. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Group.